0: Hi and welcome to the Roaring Twenties podcast. So this episode is about singleness. The title might have attracted you because it's kind of interesting so I kind of wanted to break that down first. So singleness, the disease that nobody wants. So I guess the reason we wanted to title it that is because everybody acts like being single is probably the worst case scenario and if you are single you want to get rid of it as quickly as you can. So whether or not I'm pretty I'm pretty sure and being in our age group we don't know a lot of people that aren't either on a dating app or when they go out to a bar they're actively looking for a partner. So I think that that there's just a lot of people can relate to this and how like singlephobic we are and how our culture is just I guess I don't even know. I don't even think we mean to do it. We just look down on singleness. So we wanted to open up and start with the question about Why are people so afraid to be single?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, for me, I think that some people might be afraid to be single because, like you said in the beginning, they they feel like they should be with someone. They see their friends with significant others and everything seems so sweet and perfect. And social media isn't that helpful. Instagram is filled with couples. And from the outside, it looks like everything is, is perfect. And nobody posts the downsides of their relationship. So, yeah, yeah I think that, um, you know, some of those people might be extremely happy and and that's, and that can be part of the reason why we feel like we're missing out because we look twice and it's natural to look twice sometimes and, and wonder why we aren't them and why we don't have what they have.
0: Yeah, and but I think that um, people are just missing the side of, singleness doesn't have to be this horrible thing and i think like so i guess what we were going to kind of go into next is why are we personally afraid to be single and i guess i wanted to go into yasi actually knows this story because she was there but i just wanted to say like a little story um i don't it's he's one of our he's more of yasi's friend he's kind of more of an acquaintance to me i don't even know if he's gonna listen to this either way (laughs) it wasn't um it's nothing personal it's just kind of funny it was more of like an. An epiphany moment for me. So, me and my boyfriend um, broke up in, um, I think it's been like four months now, and I, I might go into later as to like a little bit why of that why that happened, but um, it was it was mutual and it was very um, we were together for like two ish maybe three years and it was it was civil and we're good. But um, basically, so we broke up in yeah Jan, December I think actually, and so it was uh valentine's day actually and this this boy that me and yassi both know he so i asked him how his valentine's day went or whatever and he said to me like how did yours go and i was like oh i was babysitting like whatever and he was like oh uh, um, and he just I guess he's like he knows how awkward it was. He's not even an awkward kid, but he just made it so awkward. So then my face was starting to turn red, and he's just like not spitting it out. Like I knew, like obviously people have seen me on social media with my boyfriend, and we all went to the same college. So like he obviously knew I had a boyfriend. So that's what he was trying to ask me. So finally he he's like oh, uh, finally he gets the damn words out, and he's like I thought you I thought you had a boyfriend, and I'm like oh my gosh I was like yeah yeah um we broke up but and he's like oh like I'm so sorry like obviously that's what everyone says in that scenario and I'm like oh no it's fine like it's good it was mutual we're good and I think that that was really like a turning point for me like how it changed how I thought about my singleness because in that moment when he was questioning me or just it made me feel like being single like I felt like instantly like I was so undesirable like because I was single that there was nobody out there that desired to be with me that much that I was single and I felt like he didn't mean to make me feel that way and I'm and I'm not even mad at him or anything it's like totally fine but it just made me think like I felt like I had to prove to him like well like we could be together if we wanted to be we just we broke up and blah blah, blah. but like I felt like I had to prove that I the people still wanted to be with me that guys might be into me and I, I don't know why we feel that way about singleness I guess is where I'm going with that definitely
1: I think that it's it's easy to to look at someone and say that oh they're single and there must be a reason why they're single or even to think that other people are thinking that about you you feel like you have to to be with someone just to get rid of those thoughts and those thoughts aren't really Sometimes people think like that, but I think oftentimes it, it can be rooted in what you think
0: they might be thinking, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, I think I even find myself thinking that, like, especially as people get older and as we are getting older, it's like, um, you think like, oh, why is that person? Especially if you're hitting like 30 or like, why are they single? Is there something wrong with them? And it's like, why does, why do our minds go there? Like, why does that, why is that our next thought? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think that,
1: you know, if you're not married by 30, people, people, like, start questioning why, why that is. And maybe, oh, like, maybe they messed it up. Maybe they just did the casual thing. And then they hit 28, 29. And then they realize that, wow, like, I should be settling down. And at that point, is it too late? I don't think it's too late. I just think that yeah, that can
0: be the case, though, sometimes. Definitely. I think <laughs> like that can, that can be. I mean, and obviously, there are times like, we're not like anti being in a relationship, or it's just like, I guess it's just kind of like, we want to break the stigma of like, why, why singleness has to be associated with loneliness and just being undesirable. So um, I guess, yes, you could answer it too for you. So like, why are you afraid to be single? Uh,
1: Personally, I- I'm afraid I'll run out of time. And I know that doesn't make much sense because I'm, I'm 21, but um, I, think, I think the main uh, reason behind that is like, I've always, always known or thought that I want to go to medical school and, and I know that that's going to take up a majority of those four years, not including the years of education afterwards. And, you know, my perception is only based on what I think might happen. So bear with me. Um, <laughs> so the thought of entering medical school single and you're in a a room or in a in a university with all soon to be doctors and just people that uh, that's not the dating pool that I want to be stuck with I want to meet all kinds of people and I'm sure there'll be some great people there but I just feel like it's so limiting and I think that's my biggest fear
0: (laughs) yeah and I think that one thing that I have seen especially as you get older and like even like families I babysit for it's like oh how did you guys meet like whatever and they're all like 40s or 50s now and they're like oh or maybe 50s a little old so like 30s and 40s (laughs) but um they're like uh oh we were both whatever in high I mean sorry we were both like the same major in college or we both met in college or through mutual friends in college so then it's like you're getting towards the end of college like we're graduating in a month and it's like okay so if you didn't meet the love of your life in college, like, are, is that it for you? <laughs> like, are you just not going to meet anybody else? And I don't know, like, it's just, I guess it's a scary thought for anyone.
1: Exactly. And another fear, like, kind of piggybacking off of that that I can speak about um, was, like, when when I first got my friend group in, in college, the first two people that I met at UMass Lowell were both, they were each married. And <laughs> I know that that's um a rare situation, but it was, it was what I experienced. And my friend groups, they were all in long term relationships and, and then there was me and I was single and it felt like <laughs> I was like fifth wheeling or ninth
0: wheeling it all the time. I know and I feel like that is something that me and Yassi have both like agreed on this is that is what puts people in this place where they quick they end up either jumping into a relationship super quick because they're like so afraid of like just this having to look themselves in the mirror and just be alone, you know? And I feel like they just jump into an un- a relationship they w- weren't ready for or wasn't meant for them. And- or they stay in a long-term relationship that they're super unhappy in just because the thought of being alone is just so terrifying.
1: Exactly. And I think that you're, like, you think that that you're being judged for for being single. And in reality, they don't, like, your friends don't really care. They just want you to be happy and you at the end of the day you just need to be happy so if you want to be single right now then be single
0: yeah yeah and I think that that's like definitely something that I'm I'm living through right now so being able to be okay with being single is um it's hard I don't even know why it has to be hard like as like we've all said we're super young we're in our young 20s like this is the time you should want to be single so I think that I think it's a disservice that it's so so looked down on to be single because I feel like this these are the years when you're truly figuring out who you are and separate from another person, and you don't That's need cool. their values to define you you need to figure out who you want to be on your own and you don't you don't need somebody else's views to taint that so I think like I think these are critical years
1: and I think that you can you can grow with peop with another person and and people have I've proven to do that, but I just just like you said, I think it's a lot easier if you're single and you want to figure out, you know, who you are and and what you're really looking for and what you can bring into a relationship and that's
0: that's the most important part. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So, um we kind of we were going to ask, what was the next question we we're going to ask? Uh, what changed your perspective about singleness? So I I kind of said that. What do you want to add anything to that Jesse, or should we? Uh,
1: yeah, I can I can kind of speak to that. So um, I guess one thing I've, one thing I've thought about is, you know, as, as people question, um, you know, why, why am I single? Do I want to be single? Should, like, what are people thinking about me? I've always thought like, maybe my standards are just too high, you know, like I pass up on guys who are kind and attractive and I, I still, I don't want to be with them. And am I wondering like, am I just being too picky? And I'm not. That's what I've decided. No,
0: no. I tell all my friends, <laughs> no, you're not being too picky. And, you know,
1: the last situation where I thought something, something might come out of it, he took the absolute life out of me. So when I walked <laughs> away from that, that's never happened to me before. So it's definitely new. But when I walked away from that, and we weren't even in a relationship. When I walked away from that, it was, it was sad. Like I I, I lost someone that was important to me, but um, I also felt relief. I felt like I didn't need to to save anyone or someone's happiness didn't depend on me always being there that I could just put that focus back on myself. And then, um, yeah, I think that that, that was really eye opening for me. So that mm-hmm. definitely changed my perspective. Um, so another thing that I can kind of talk about is, is the reason why I'm okay with being single. And like I said before, I'm only 21, and you're in your early 20s, too. And I, I want to grow and experience new things and and go out with my friends and not worry about having a boyfriend. And, you know, I'm I know what I'm looking for. So when that guy comes around, I'll know it. But I'm not, like,
0: looking for anyone right now. Yeah, I think that's, I think that is, like, a huge thing, too. And I know people always give this piece of advice. They're always, like you're never gonna find the right person if you're searching and like I know especially people that have been single for a long time and they're like I just want to find the right person and people are saying don't search don't search it has to come to you like I know that that can be the most annoying advice like I'm pretty sure I've gotten I'm pretty sure everyone's gotten that from at some point in their life but I think that they're really just maybe the reason people say it so much is because it's the truth it's like when you stop searching for somebody else like I'm not trying to be cliche but like when you stop Maybe maybe the reason people give that advice is it's because you've stopped focusing so much on finding someone else and you've started focusing more on just being okay with you and, and building up things in your life that are important to you and doing things that are important to you. And I think that's just, I think that is maybe just when you do find the right person.
1: I agree 100%. I think that people always talk about relationship goals. And um, it's not about like fancy gifts or going out to restaurants or buying flowers. It's about someone who, to me, it's about someone who is ambitious enough and is wanting to better themselves and they can do that on their own because that's what I'm doing. So two people Mm -hmm. doing that together is what I would consider relationship goals. And in order to fully um, be able to encapsulate that, you have to be okay with being single.
0: Yeah. And I actually, you just made me think about this. I heard this before. It was like, you know how you all have, everyone has like that friend that always dates like the jerk and you're and they always say like, why do I always date a jerk? Like, why do I always end up talking to the jerk? And you're just like, I'm not even saying that about you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're laughing and saying I'm talking about you, but I'm not, I'm honestly not because then this might be offensive and I don't mean it offensively, but, um, when they when people say that it's like why do I always end up talking to a jerk or whatever blah blah and I think what what I've heard before is like you clearly attract a certain kind of person so it's like if you're making it super clear like this is what I this is who I am that and this is what the kind of person that I want then you're not going to attract the jerks like if you're going out to a bar and talking and talking to a guy that's hitting on another girl and then like you're like oh but he he also hit on me and like he actually gave me his number so like clearly he likes me it's like okay well you're just looking for you you attract jerks because you attract maybe i'm not calling like you a jerk but you attract who who you're what you're saying you're, exactly. you're worth or your what your value is and like that i just i don't know so it's like if you want to get out of that rut then it's like figure out who you are deal with deal with those feelings like deal with why you're so afraid exactly I
1: think you have to you have to examine you know any toxic traits that you bring in and understand that those those are radiating off of you I mean I you Mm -hmm. are giving off a certain vibe and if you don't think that you're worth a nice decent guy then you're not going to get a nice decent guy you have to have enough enough self-respect to not put up with crap and that takes experience and that takes sometimes and oftentimes um, learning the hard
0: way. Yeah. So um, I think y- Yasi has been written down, but we wanted to say some like tangible steps on basically what you can do to make the most out of being single, like to truly enjoy that time and use it in a positive way.
1: Yeah. So I have, um, so this one isn't really to, to, Make the most out of your singleness, but it's something to do um, if you're kind of in that transition stage between um, feeling like singleness isn't something that you want to be or you're uncomfortable with and then being okay with it. So, I'm someone that always makes a list about everything to do lists, grocery lists, everything. (laughs) So, (laughs) when I had that turning point, I made a list of what I wanted in a significant other, and I suggest that you do the same. And, you know, be very honest and include the deal breakers and be superficial if you have to and include things like their personality, their character. Just be very honest with yourself because you're the only person that's going to see that list. Um, Another one that Mm -hmm. I have is try to be more um, self-aware of your actions and try to understand the root of those actions. And I know that's hard to do. So one pointer that I had was to make another list, um, <laughs> of any... make so many lists, <laughs> keep lists. Um, make a list of any toxic traits that you may be bringing into a relationship and ways that you can work to fix those things. Um, another
0: one that I had, wait, 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 I can, I can, yeah. I kind of wanted to speak into that one. So, um, I, I like love to say that, um, that's something that I've like definitely been learning for myself is like, there's some toxic, like, one thing I have to really work on is being more patient. And I think for me personally, like, I, I mean, even if my, um my ex-boyfriend listens to this, he could definitely attest to me being super impatient. And I just like, I guess I'm working through it's like, why am I so impatient? And like, I need to deal with that. And I don't, I, I definitely brought that into that relationship. And I think people have this idea in their head that once I meet the right person, or once I'm married or or whatever like I'll stop doing all this stuff and they'll just make me better and I'll just automatically become super patient and I'll automatically become more kind and I'll care about people more but it's like no (laughs) you who you are right now is going to be magnified in the relationship and I think I don't want to say like I think you'll you can definitely be in a relationship where you're lifting each other up and making each other better but I think that you should not go into that relationship thinking that they're gonna fix who you are exactly and i think that if
1: even if you know we're not telling you you have to be perfect before you enter a relationship but i think the main point that um i guess to summarize what you said is just to be more self-aware of those behaviors that's the first step is to understand that you know i am impatient so what can i do to to help that situation so i don't bring that into my, my next
0: relationship yeah yeah sorry jessie said that like sweeter and i said <laughs> no, like no. figure out your
1: problems <laughs> um the third thing or i think it's the fourth thing that i have is uh find one thing that you've always wanted to do and try it like this is the time where you're single you have more free time just invest in yourself try that new hobby that you wanted to to um to try learn a new dance um download mm-hmm. tiktok i don't know <laughs>
0: No, don't. That's so toxic to (laughs) me. But yeah, definitely. Cause like they always say, like these are the years. Like, do what you do. You can't. I mean, do what you can't do (laughs) when you're like later tied down. But like right now, while you're you're you have these years ahead of you, just do. Yeah, do something new. Yeah. And the last one that I have
1: is place your focus on trying to understand why you want a boyfriend or girlfriend so badly. And understand that this person isn't going to fix your problems and it's selfish for you to expect them to
0: yeah yeah I think that's a good one I just wanted to add my last one to that was um during this time usually um, you really use this time to focus on your relationship with your girlfriends because these are potentially going to be lifelong friends and people that are going to be there for you forever so without even noticing it when we get into a relationship, we usually end up investing a lot of our time into that significant other. So basically use use this time where you're not doing that for to build up those close girlfriends. Like those are the people, those are the ride or dies. Those are the people that are gonna be there crying with you, you know? So and laughing with you. So and then I also actually put like a slash your career because I think like a lot of times people base um career decisions off of the relationship and that's okay if, if you're truly with the person you should be with but if you're just in a relationship that it's that's not even going to end up working out in the long run like really focus on your career first i agree 100 percent um okay and then lastly we wanted to kind of also like segue into a kind of another <laughs> list but um this one is how to know you're in the wrong relationship. And we wanted to put this in here just because, as we mentioned before, singleness can lead to people just either staying in the wrong, staying, yeah, in the wrong relationship for them or jumping quickly into a relationship because they're just so scared of this singleness. So, um, yeah, so you can say Yeah, yours. so
1: um, we essentially summarized this into one or two bullet points. And we wanted to just say, like, if you're thinking if you're wondering if you're in the right relationship and you're um, you're doubting it, you know, some, some doubt is natural, but if you're continually doubting, if you're in the right relationship, you know, I think you should like really sit down with that, that feeling and understand or try to understand why you're feeling that way. Um, mm-hmm. Another point that we wanted to make was um, if you don't see yourself growing with that person, like if you're, if you're, you've been at the same spot in your relationship for years and you don't really want to take the next step, you should try to think about why that is.
0: Yeah, and because I feel like people sit in a place where they're just comfortable. And a lot of the times too, people will move in together, and then it's and then they'll get a dog together. And then it's like, okay, now like, I really, I care about their family. And like, we, now we own this dog together and our lease isn't up. And then you're just like, and so every time you like think maybe you want to leave you just end up staying and then and then instead of maybe like choosing to marry somebody you end up falling into a into a marriage just because it was like convenient or you didn't really know how to kind of leave and it just felt comfortable and it's like that's a really huge decision so you should be making that decision not falling into. yeah
1: and it's easy to feel stuck like you say you've taken that next step and you You're both on the same page and then one of you wants to take another another step forward and then you kind of don't but you don't you're already like so far and you feel like Mm -hmm. you you have to because you have the dog or you have the apartment and you feel like you need to be moving forward so you kind of just get dragged along
0: yeah and then the last point which kind of ties this all back into the singleness is if you weren't okay being single before then you should not get into a relationship And that is just, there's a lot of things that can come off of that. But basically, it's like, as I said before, like, you kind of just can't deal with the singleness. So you quickly jump into a relationship. And then you you're just caught up in like the lust of it and like the excitement. And then you really forget to ask yourself the question, like, do I even like this person? And you're you're so like, You're so maybe desperate, which I mean, all of us have been there. If we're being honest, you're so desperate. You're thinking like, did they like me? Did I do anything that was weird? And instead you should be asking the question, like, did I even like them? Because then years down the line, then you're asking yourself that question. Yeah, definitely will save some time in the future because
1: it's, it's easy. I think especially, maybe this is an overgeneralization, but I think a lot of women do that. Like they feel like they need to prove themselves or to make a certain impression on a guy to make sure that they're they're seen as worthy in in that person's view and it really should be exactly what you said it should be about do I even like this person do they even deserve to be with me because time is something you're not going to get back and it's a lot more valuable than any other really anything else so
0: yeah yeah and then also too like if you go into that relationship as a full person then you're gonna be you're gonna go into it with the attitude of what can i do for you instead of what can i get from you and i think any positive healthy happy relationship is based on you thinking what can i do for my significant other not you don't need anything from them
1: yes exactly i agree 100 percent on that mm-hmm. so then yeah, that's it those are, those are all the tips that's everything it that is <laughs> so i hope that you guys um enjoyed this podcast episode and that you um, maybe learn something maybe didn't uh, I don't know <laughs> maybe you you disagree completely on what we have to say and you're gonna unsubscribe
0: yeah these are these are all just opinions so like <laughs> we hope maybe you've found something funny or helpful and yeah yes. listen to the next one <laughs> see you next time